Are you ready for a touch of Costa Rica? Join me for a life-changing adventure in the land of Pura Vida. See a friendly face holding a sign with your name on it. Hop in the van and journey through a continuous scene of palm trees, farmland, sugarcane fields, colorful homes, and Brahmin cows to arrive at the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samara Beach. Feel the excitement of what's to come at this wellspring of holistic health education, self-discovery, and community. Now, it's time to hear the story of one who has come before you. Welcome to A Touch of Costa Rica, a Costa Rican wellness travel podcast presented to you by the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samurai Beach, Costa Rica. You can learn more about their transformative offerings by clicking the link in this episode's bio. I'm Kiana Martin, your host and travel guide on this brief yet powerful trip to introduce you to the people, places, and priceless takeaways that are waiting for you. Today, I'm pleased to introduce you to former CRSMT kinesiology instructor, Julie Alvarez. She is a licensed massage therapist and owner of Simply Massage, a Best of Alameda 2022 award-winning business in Alameda, California. Julie, when was your first massage and what inspired it? Well, honestly, uh, I, I don't recall the very, very first massage I ever had. Um, but I think what inspired me to pursue massage therapy is um, I was working with spinal cord and brain injury patients. And I was hoping to get into some PT, but I then decided to go the route of massage because I wanted to help physically change tissue. And from then I started getting massage. So I think I made my decision before I decided um, to do massage prior to actually receiving massage. Out of curiosity, um, what was it about your your current role at that time that inspired you to want to do something to work with, for instance, tissue, as you mentioned? Well, I think that um, I am just fascinated with the body and how it can repair and heal itself um, with the help of modalities, of course, but also um, knowing that I wanted to make physical change, but that I didn't necessarily want to go to PT school because of the cost, um, the time, uh, at the time, this was, this was 20, this was 20 years ago. So it was really competitive. I don't know if it still is. I'm maybe it is. Um, and then I also wanted to be able to work for myself. And I think within PT, it's hard to do that. It's a hard, uh, profession. So those were kind of my initial, thoughts when I was deciding that I wasn't going to use my degree, which was in recreational therapy, um, and that I wanted to go into massage therapy. As a former CRSMT visiting instructor, you've had the unique experience of seeing the evolution of the school from its early beginnings until now. How did you come to join the school as a faculty member? Um, well, I was working in the spa industry after many, many uh, different things. I had my own business for a while. Um, I then moved to San Diego to work at a spa to just get some experience there, um, which led me to Atlanta, Georgia to take a, a teaching position. And I was, you know, I was six, seven years out of school. So I wasn't by any means 
really professional at teaching, but I knew I wanted to. And so I went to Atlanta and took this um, one year position teaching at a massage school just to get some experience. Um, and then came back to the West Coast and decided I was uh, ready to try something new. So I just Googled Costa Rica and massage. This is this is the story. Um, I had been wanting to go to Costa Rica and I had been feeling like I had lived a past life in Costa Rica. Um, and so I said, okay, I want to go there, but I want to incorporate massage somehow. And so I just literally Googled it, those two words together, um, and pops up CRSMT. And the school had not opened yet. So this was all very much coming to fruition from the couple that started the school who lived in Denver, outside of Denver, Colorado. So they weren't even in Costa Rica at the time when they were putting together everything. So it was a challenging uh, project for them to find instructors, secure a place for the students, get the light. I mean, the licensing didn't come till much later, but, um, and so I just sent them an email with my resume and I said, this is where I'm at. I'd love to come and help. And if it's for two weeks, if it's for a month and, um, and they did an interview with me on the, on uh, video, um, and they offered me the position. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it was. What were your first impressions about this opportunity, the school and Samurai, when you arrived back then? Well, I mean, there was no campus. So it's not, they did not have the campus they have today, which um, is amazing. So my first impressions were I had no expectations. Honestly, I was excited to be going to Costa Rica, but had no idea the elements, the weather, the bugs, the, all the things that go on there. Um, and we, our classroom, I mean, honestly, the classroom was, was at the Tico Lodge and it was on that outdoor patio is where we set up our tables. Um, and I don't even know where the students stayed, to be honest. I knew where the teachers, we had an apartment. And so we would the visiting instructors would come and stay in this apartment. Um, and then the full-time instructor that was there also was a good friend of mine. And so we were able to uh, share space together as far as that goes. But I think my first impression was just, I had no expectations. I didn't, I had no idea. Um, the one thing that did catch me off was the, the, the roads and how back then, I mean, the road to Samara was completely dirt. It was potholes. It was, it took three and a half hours to get there from the airport. So when I came back this last time, I was very excited that the road was paved. I'm curious, what did it feel like for you to return to Samurai to CRSMT almost two decades later? I think that the town itself has definitely grown. Um, and I was excited. I mean, I was excited to see that. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people come to visit, but a lot of people are, are coming there for the school. I mean, as well. And I think that, um, I think having more of a presence within the community of the local people that live there, um, that was a big thing at the first start of that school was we need to include all of the people that live here. Like this is their home. And we're coming from out of out of state 
and we're bringing this here, we need to educate the locals. What is massage? How is it beneficial? Um, healthy touch, all of those things. Initially, the founders were really, um, really uh, focused on doing that. And I, I think that with the clinic that they set up now and people from outside can come in and have massage, I think it's, um, it just kind of blew me away because I hadn't, that wasn't there when I was there. Why has cupping piqued your interest? Um, I think that my, my past being in the spa industry for 18 years, um, and then COVID shutting down where I was, I mean, honestly, I don't think I would have left there cause it's an amazing place, but it forced me to kind of figure out a little bit more about what I want to do at this point in my career. And within the spa world, I was teaching and training and hiring, managing and doing massage and all of the things. Um, and I was kind of told like, okay, you need to go teach this kind of treatment and you need to teach your staff how to do this. And so I never really got to choose per se what I wanted to teach and learn. And so, um, once I realized I wanted to have my own business again, after 18 years, um, the first thing I wanted to learn was cupping. And I think that for me, I had received, I mean, I've received quite a bit of it before I actually wanted to study it, but I also, um, I just wanted to offer something more to my clientele. And, um, I love the feeling of cups. I think that the, the negative pressure and kind of that pulling and all of this, the feeling of it, I really enjoy. So I really like to give my clients what I like to enjoy. So that's so insightful. What inspired you to return specifically to Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy to participate in the Modern Cupping Therapy Continuing Education Workshop with Shannon Gilmartin? Well, I had taken um, one kind of online cupping course through AMTA. And as I was doing my research on where I could learn more in person, um, again, the Google came into play and um, up popped Shannon and her book. So actually I found her through the book. Um, I bought her book. I read her book. I studied her book. Um, and that was kind of the start of how I wanted to learn from her specifically from her with the modern techniques, as opposed to the, you know, Chinese medicine and all of that. So, um, and then when Costa Rica popped up again, I was like, I'm there. I mean, I have to go back. It's been, it's been 17 years. So I was so excited to go back. Can you walk us through what your experience was like during the modern cupping therapy workshop? My experience was overwhelming. It was, um, it was amazing. It was intense. It was, uh, uh, exceeded by far my expectations of what I was going to get out of it both just knowledge, but also physically for my own self. So, um, I had a pretty profound, uh, detox feeling on day four of that class, um, where I was really sick and I was freaked out. I mean, I called Shannon and I said, can you come to my house? I think I'm, I'm really sick. And so she came over and she assured me that everything that I was experiencing was fully through the lymphatic drainage, which we had done that session that day 
full body lymph drainage, which I wasn't expecting to learn, to be honest. I, when I was reading the course information, I was like, oh, I'm just going to learn how to do this and this and this. And then when she said, no, we're going to learn the full body um, lymph drainage, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then when I had it done on me, um, it was profound. It was, uh, it was intense. I mean, I had fevers, I had chills, I had body aches. I felt like, um, like I was on fire, uh, so much heat came out of my joints, came out of my body into my lymph drainage. Um, I kind of, yeah, I felt like I was detoxing. It was intense. And she just told me, go to sleep, sleep for 10 hours, wake up tomorrow. We had a final the next day. I had to take a test. I was, um, hopefully ready for that, but she said, just go to sleep. And I said, okay. So I went to sleep and I woke up the next day and I felt like I could run a marathon. It was amazing. The feeling I had, my skin, my colon was so cleaned out that I just, it was, it was life-changing. So that was my experience. (laughs) Wow. That's so awe-inspiring. How has your newly enhanced cupping skill set helped you with your clients? Um, I mean, it's definitely enhanced my practice. In fact, uh, the cupping I was doing on previous clients now coming back to me after my, my workshop, um, doing the moving technique, the moving cups technique, uh, the lymph drainage, I'm starting to practice more of that. So I might be offering that later on down the line for a, you know, once I feel proficient at that. Um, but as far as just basic uh, injury repair, helping with relieving muscle tension. I mean, I pretty much do cups on everyone. I mean, honestly, it's not an add on for me. I don't, it's, it's, it's something that just happens within the massage. Um, and I think that it's definitely people have been, their minds have been changed as far as what they thought of it, what, how that, how it felt. And so it's been great. I'd be curious to know, what have been some of the responses to people who have booked with you expecting a traditional massage and then you incorporate the cupping into their treatment? Most of my clients that book um, are my returning clients and they and they know that I do it. So um, I have had some new new clients come in and I have it all over my office. They can see I have cups, I have my brochures, I have so... I always say at the beginning, you know, if you're interested at all in experiencing one cup, two cups, anything that can help with your treatment, let me know. I mean, you have to get consent, obviously. You can't just put a cup on someone and be like, this is happening. Um, and I've had a couple people who have been like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how that would feel or help me. And and so I'm not going to push it. I say, you know what? Take my brochure, go home and, you know, do your own research and then come back and let me know. So, um, it's not a surprise, but it's the, you know, I, I do let them know that I like to use them um, throughout the treatment. For those clients who have been hesitant to um, have you use cups, but have opted for you to do so, what have been their responses once you tried that with them? I think they've all like become a convert to having cupping. Honestly, I, I maybe one has said, eh, eh, I can take it or leave it. I didn't notice a change, you know, and, and that's fine. You know, I think that you're not going to please everybody. Not everybody has the same 
um, sensations that they like, you know, and and cupping is definitely a a sensation that it's kind of a love hate relationship, to be honest, but, um, there's not a lot of in between people who are like, Oh, it's either like, Oh, I love this or no, it's not for me. This segment of our conversation is the perfect segue to a question that I have for our listeners. Are you looking to start or enhance your holistic health journey in a Costa Rican tropical oasis? Click the link in the podcast bio to secure your space in CRSMT's massage therapy program and continuing education offerings. Leap into a new beginning at this educational paradise. By the way, you don't have to wait until you arrive in Samra to make an impact. Inspire others by sharing this episode and leaving a five-star review. Now back to my conversation with Julie Alvarez, licensed massage therapist and owner of Simply Massage in Alameda, California. I'm sure our listeners want to learn more about your business, Simply Massage. Can you talk a bit about your offerings, the types of clients that you work with, and the everyday experiences that bring you joy? Simply Massage came out of uh, my love of everything spa but also my experience working with injuries, chiropractors, um, my fascination with uh, anatomy, physiology, tendons, ligaments, what muscles do. What? So after working in the spa world for so long, I, I felt like I wanted to have a business that didn't have a menu that was full of like a thousand offerings. And I wanted it to be simple. I wanted it to be simply massage, but I wanted it to include everything that I've ever done. So my massage uh, clientele is, I mean, mostly local people, I guess, that live around Alameda or Oakland, California, San Francisco. Um, And I offer an, an integrative kind of restorative therapeutic massage. So you can get the relaxation um, the spa feel with the intention of doing more rehabilitative and, and, um, injury kind of repair work. So hot stones, I do deep tissue. I do aromatherapy on everybody if they want it. Um, I, I do heat and cold. I do, um, uh, obviously just Swedish cause that's the base of every massage pretty much. Um, I do a lot of, you know, movement and joint mobility and all of those things as well. I get a lot of people who just want like specific work on one area for an hour. I can do that. Uh, and, and then obviously the cupping has been an addition that has been really, um, popular hot towels. Yes. Prenatal. Uh, I, I do, I do all of, all of it. I love a challenge. I feel like it's intuitive. I have an intuitive feel as well, which is something you can't teach necessarily. That's hard. Um, but I feel like this is what I was meant to, to do. And, and I say that every day. Simply Massage was awarded a Best of Alameda designation in 2022. Why do you believe your business has resonated so deeply with those in your community? I think that my years of experience and integrating kind of the best of both worlds right? I think people really want to relax. They want to feel relaxation. They also want that one spot to work on, like work on that one spot, but I want all of that. I want all of it. Um, and I think listening, honestly, I think if you don't listen to your clientele, then they're not going to come back. Right. So 
constantly asking, you know, would you like more or less pressure? Uh, not assuming that your clients want all the things, right? You have to not assume anything. You have to ask. They have to have the power to say yes or no. Do you want a bolster? How about an eye pillow? And just not assuming that they want all of those things. I think that's what keeps people coming back to me um, is my listening and also my intuition. What are some tips that you could offer our listeners on ways they can provide award-winning service? I think it comes back again to all the little things add up to the big experience. And I think that that is everything from um, starting your sensorial experience with massage, with an aroma, um, having heat, having the element of heat or, or, or ice packs or whatever people like, um, a little eucalyptus to inhale if there's, you know, stuffy, uh, obviously the techniques of massage and, and having the knowledge of the body, the knowledge of anatomy, all of those things. But I think it really, really comes down to the little things. Um, and then the listening. Where can our listeners connect with you and your work online? I have a website, um, which is www.simplymassagealameda.com. Um, I also am on Facebook and Instagram. I don't do a ton of posts, but you know, I do a couple here and there. Um, I find that, you know, I want to stay relevant in that sense and communicate and, and interact with people as well. Um, that way. What are some of your most memorable experiences from your previous times at the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy? Um, I would say that definitely my first trip down there, which was in 2007, um, I definitely spent a lot more time. I came down a little early. I stayed after my class after I was teaching and I traveled for a few weeks. So I would say I mean, most memorable, obviously, is Samara. I mean, it's such a beautiful town. Um, people are so friendly. The food is amazing. The beach is right there. Um, all the little, it's all the little things that are right there within your reach. Um, but I did venture out. I went to Monteverde. Um, we stayed up in the, you know, up in the top uh, of the of the rainforest and toured some coffee places and. Um, I think my my second most favorite was going down the peninsula to um, Malpais and Santa Teresa and and going with some friends who surfed. I'm not a surfer. I probably should have learned while I was there, but I didn't. Um, and and experiencing that part of the peninsula, I think for for me was definitely the highlight. Um, I was also able to volunteer at the National Wildlife Refuge. Um, just up north of Samra. Um, I don't know if they still do it where you can sign up and spend a weekend there helping um, sea turtles uh, get released back into the ocean. So that was a huge highlight for me um, to be able to give back while I was there. That's absolutely delightful. If our listeners wanted to know one must-visit place in Samra or in the local region, what would be your suggestion? Oh my gosh, so many. I mean, my favorite place I love food. So for me, it's, it's food. <laughs> um, Gusto was my favorite place. I went there at least three times, Gusto re restaurant. Um, and the people there were just so nice. Um, and the food was delicious. So I'm going to say that, 
or or also kayaking out to Isla uh, Chora. I did that as well. What's one piece of advice you would give to new students embarking on their journey as a holistic health practitioner? Listening skills. I would definitely work on being able to repeat back what your client says and and to validate what they're saying, because I think that communication is the key to a good session. Um, and self-care. I mean, after 23 years, I think um, you realize things start to, you know, change. And so you got to keep, you got to keep self-care. That's important. Lastly, if you could sum up your holistic health journey in one word, what would it be and why? Grateful. Um, grateful for the knowledge, the opportunities, uh, the fact I get to do what I love every single day. That would be one word. Before we leave the sands of Samurai Beach behind, I want you to imagine one more sun rising up over the crystal blue waters of the Pacific Ocean. Let it serve as your invitation to click the link in this episode's bio to join us for one of Costa Rica School of Massage Therapies upcoming massage programs, retreats, or continuing education offerings. We can't wait to meet you.